This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Somebody accidentally erased your memory of yourself. All you knew was you were alive, but you had no memories whatsoever. <laughs> I would quickly realize that I had fabulous hair. <laughs> You'd have a digital golden shower. That'd be the first Ew, thing. No, do. dude. There's a lot of weird shit I'm into, but being peed on is not one of them. Be on me. We're going to fight. <laughs> I don't care if you're a chick or not. <laughs> Like, she'd be fine with flying if she could just go into the cockpit and, like, guide us down and shit like that. But because well, she- I wouldn't be. He's a trash down. Quit trying to go bother the pilot. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So growing up, I was always looking for my thing, that thing that defined me, that thing that made me who I was, the thing that made me different from my parents, the thing that made me different from my little brother, the thing that made me Shane, like the Shane that I wanted to be. And I struggled to find this thing. I started out wanting to be a Boy Scout and I would beg my mom, please put me in Boy Scouts, please put me in Boy Scouts. I want to be able to learn all that shit. I want to wear the badges. I want to have the uniform. I want to be a Boy Scout. We had everything set up and then something went wrong and it didn't work out. I ended up not being a Boy Scout. Then I discovered football. One Saturday afternoon, it was raining outside. Nobody was hanging out to play. I had nothing fucking going on. So I decided to watch what was on television. There was nothing on television, but I found football. I found the Falcons on Channel 5. And I sat there and I was entranced. And suddenly I wanted to play football, like a lot. Football was the thing. I was going to play football. I was going to play it in middle school. As soon as I got the ability to play football, I was going to play it. But there was one huge wall that stood in between me and my blossoming football career. And that was the fact that football is really fucking expensive when you don't have shit for money. Like, my parents were poor as dirt. I'm talking eating potatoes for a week straight, you know, looking through the cabinets to find money to buy a pack of cigarettes when they were $1.50 back in the day. We were poor as shit. So as soon as we found out what football cost, there was no fucking way we were doing football. So I looked and I looked and I looked. And there was always this thought in my head that I was going to be in band. I was going to play a musical instrument. And that's the thing I latched onto. The only real cost was I had to buy my own snare drum. But as soon as I had a snare drum, that was it. Mom and dad took me to a pawn shop. We bought a snare drum and I was off. And this was my thing. I was going to be a drummer. My dad was a guitar player. My mom sang in church. My papa played piano. Mama could play piano. Both my grandparents played accordion. I was going to be the drummer. They needed a drummer, obviously. We were going to have some weird band with a guitar player and a singer and two accordions and a piano player. But I, they were going to need a drummer. So I started my path to becoming a drummer. Now, when you first get into school and you become a drummer, you have to go into concert band. And concert band is just standing there learning to play the music, you know, and you have three, four concerts a year for your parents to come out and see you. And it was a great thing. Everybody loved concert band. It was very low impact when it came to the time amount that you had to give to it because you practiced during school. There was really not a lot going on. But soon I got to high school. 
And this high school that I went to, Villarica High School, you started high school in eighth grade. And as soon as I got to eighth grade, that meant I was in marching band. Now, I lived in a tiny town at the town, excuse me, a tiny town at the time called Villarica. And in this town, legitimately in downtown, there were two red lights. There was one movie theater. There were two gas stations, two grocery stores, one pharmacy. This was small town fucking USA. And this is where I went to high school. So to get from my house to the high school was roughly around a 10, 12 minute drive. Not a big deal. But when you get into marching band, when you get to high school, suddenly that low impact thing that was going on with concert band disappears. Suddenly, now people have to come pick you up from practice. Three days a week, you've got practice from six to nine. Somebody's got to be there. During the actual summer, you have band camp. And if you have band camp at the school, that means you have to be there at like 9 a.m. and you might not get off until five o'clock in the afternoon. And back then there were no cell phones. I couldn't text my mom. I couldn't hit her up on Facebook. I had to call the house phone. And if nobody answered the house phone, I was fucked. And that happened a couple times where I stood there and had to keep on going inside the school to make the phone call to try and get my parents to come. And typically my mom or dad would eventually show up. They would have forgotten to come get me and it'd be two hours after practice or it'd be an hour after practice and I'd be standing there waiting on them, pissed, fuming, but I'm in eighth grade and I can't really get pissed at my mom and be like, where the fuck were you? It's just more like, hey, thanks for finally showing up and picking me up. But one time I had band camp and I stood there waiting for my mom to come pick me up. And one of the other moms, one of my buddies on the drum line, his mom had decided to stick around. She was going to hang out with him. And Daniel's mom is standing there next to me. And she's like, Shane, is, is your mom and dad coming? I was like, oh yeah, you know, I called her. I'd called my mom. She was in the middle of a nap when I called. And my mom sleeps like a fucking bear. So waking her up out of a nap is already grounds for her to be pissed off as fuck at you. But I call her and I wake her up out of sleep and I'm like, mom, come pick me up. And as soon as I hang up the phone, as soon as she gets through yelling at me about the fact that I've woken her up and she's like, fine, I'll be there in a minute. As soon as she hangs up the phone to me, I go outside and Daniel's mom is standing there because Daniel has told her Shane ends up having to wait for like an hour or two after practice sometimes. Maybe we should wait with him so he's not up here by himself. So they're standing there waiting with me and 20 minutes goes by and they're standing there waiting with me and another 15 minutes goes by. And finally, at about 35, 40 minutes after I'd called my mom. Now, remember, it's a 10 to 12 minute drive away from my house. Daniel's mom looks at me and says, I'm going to go ahead and take you home, Shane. Is that cool? I was like, let me go give her a call one more time. Let me try and call her. So I went inside to try and call my mom and nobody answered. But again, my mom sleeps like a fucking bear. So in my head, she just laid right the fuck back down after I woke her up and pissed her off. She went right back to sleep. So I walk outside and I'm all sad and I'm like, you know what? Let's go ahead and go. I, I don't know if she's coming or not. And I, I really, I, I need to get home. It's like 5:30, almost six o'clock on like a Tuesday during the middle of the summer. There's plenty of shit that I could have been doing, but instead I'm waiting around here because again, my mom didn't want to come get me from practice. So we get in the car and we're driving and Daniel's mom's playing music that we like. And me and Daniel are cutting up in the back seat, and we're having the time of our lives. And about seven minutes into this drive to my house, that's only about 12 minutes away from the high school, I see my mom pass by in her car, this little red Mustang that she had. And I see her drive on past me, and I watch the car go by the whole time. And in my mind, I look at Daniel's mom, and I'm like, I should tell her that was my mom. I want to jump out and like start banging on the window and like screaming at my mom. Hey, we're here. You know, we're just about to be at the house. 
But in the back of my mind, those few times that mom had not shown up to come pick me up, those few times that she had been two hours late coming to pick me up, those started sticking out to me. And I went right back to cutting up with Daniel and having a good time. And everything was fine. I got home, got out, went to hang out with Steven. My dad was in the house hanging out. Steven was out in the yard playing. I went to go play with Steven. And about 15, 20 minutes later, my mom pulls up. And she is pissed. I'm talking, I got an ass whipping that night for the fact that I just let my mom drive on past. But in my mind, even though I was in eighth grade, this was my small way of kind of getting a little bit of revenge. Hey guys, welcome back to another week and now that I'm older, a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at anowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And you can find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. You can also find us on Patreon if you'd like to support the show at patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And big thanks to our first Patreon subscriber, Michelle. Thank you so much. You absolutely rock. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Family. It's a family of podcasters who come together to cross-promote the show spread the word about badass podcasts and basically create a family out of absolutely nothing if you go to twitter and check out the hashtag potter and family you're going to find now that i'm older as well as the old young ones the biz art podcast and the recasting couch and this week on episode 124 the battle for puerto rico kitty and i are going to talk about living forever for a little bit and then later on we're going to talk about an epic confrontation between me and my son right after we had gotten off a boat in puerto rico so check it out we'll be right back Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. So as is tradition, anytime Kenny and I get together to record now that I'm older, we always have a break where Kenny goes, I'm hungry. Let's go eat something that's fucking terrible for us, like Little Caesars Pizza. It's awesome. So we go to Little Caesars had Pizza. Had hot wings, too. Yeah, we had hot wings, too. Like, it's going to be a long night tonight. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, their wings don't tear up my asshole. Um, there, it depends. Like, there's going to be some really, really bad gas that I'm going to have to work out later. <sighs> Did you just become overly sensitive with your little bitch-ass organic food? <laughs> yeah, my my stomach's not like, you know, oh, my God. There's no half phase to go to over here and have a Greek salad. <laughs> some feta cheese. <laughs> uh, can I have goat cheese, please? <laughs> I want the organic goat cheese. <laughs> so we take our typical Little Caesars break. We go and buy a pizza and a couple things of wings, and we come back. And as usual, there's like four channels that Kenny's television receives. Now, that doesn't mean that he can't watch typical things like ABC and Those CBS. Are four and channels I received by choice. Yeah, he watches four channels. He watches the History Channel. He watches Discovery. He yep. watches National Geographic. And then I think A&E sneaks in there every now and then. It's like a, it's like a, it's a Hail Mary. Yeah, it's yeah. a... It's, it's that one channel that he'll check if there's garbage men on or the American pickers on the other channels. That's the one channel that he'll go to. So we get back. Mainly for, for another, maybe for 48 hours. Yeah, another 40, yeah. So we in case, in case Sergeant Mason. Caroline Mason. Mason's in there. Now, baby, I know you did it. You just need to tell us that you did. Mm-hmm. And somehow she talks these motherfuckers into being like, yep. you're right, ma'am. I killed him. I didn't mean to. Anyway, we're getting past American or another 48 hours or no, not. What is it? The first 48. The first Another 48, 48 hours is a fucking Nick Nolte and uh, Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> I almost, I was, I wrote a movie for Nick Nolte recently. 
Don't don't it's a story me. about a, a woman being obsessed with a mailman. The mailman's played by Tom Hardy, but the substitute mailman is this old jealous mailman, and he's played by Nick Nolte. Did you really write a movie about a mailman with a backup mailman? Yeah, and a hot chick that's obsessed with the mailman. But Kenny, she kinda, you didn't write this movie. It, it actually, it's it's based on real life. It's based on real life. It's based on somebody's Facebook posts. <laughs> I just cast it, really. And it kind of grew into a film project from this girl's Facebook post. She bought into it. I can't help it. <laughs> so you've written an entire script at this point where you're, you're casting people. I'm like, okay, guys, uh, first table read yeah. is going to be in three See, months. what's going to happen is there's going to be this affair they start having where she's leaving notes for uh, Hotmail Man, which is Tom Hardy. But they start getting intercepted by uh, Old Man Bill. <laughs> Which is Nick Nolte. Yes. At this point. And he grows increasingly just because while she's obsessed with the Tom Hardy mailman, old man Bill's obsessed with her. And he kind of wants to fuck up Tom Hardy mailman too, because he's he's old and turning by and he doesn't know how to deal with that. It's a whole like thing. It's like a he's whole old like cr- and turning by? Yeah, it's like a crying games type thing, but based on Jerry. Do his friends kill him at the end or something? I mean Dude, I don't know if I can give away the ending. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> you guys are never going to watch it if I can win the ending. <laughs> right now, you're captivated, aren't you? I can assure you that I'm not. I well, no, you, def- you, you definitely want to know what happens to Old Man Bill. Um, yeah, Old Man Bill, that's the best you could come up with? <laughs> that's classic. No, dude. we got to have a better, like Frederick or something like that. The old like, man's name really is Bill. <laughs> no, we got to change his name, though. Bill oh, is not going to sell this, this movie. This is based on a true story. Bill is never going to sell this movie. If old we're Man sell this Mitch is not going to work either. Every Mitchell, time I think of let's Mitch, go with formal. Let's go for Richard Franklin, Dude, something like that. You're trendy. Robert, motherfucker moves to fucking old East man. Cobb Robert has to have three fucking syllables in a name. Old man Robert works as well. Um, Bob Carlton would work. Old man Carlton, something that rolls off no, the dude, tongue. This is One syllable is not going to work. <laughs> Look at Nick Nolte. Does he look like a Carlton? No, he doesn't. Look like <laughs> All right, thank you, Franklin. I could see him being a Franklin. No. No, no. So anyway, we gave that to black people in like 1787. It's it's not just a black person name, dude. Dude, all the Franks, you know, are Francis's, I bet. <laughs> Typically, most of them are. I got to be honest. <laughs> so uh, anyways, we're getting way off track here. When we got back from getting our fucking pizza and our disgusting wings with the ranch sauce, that was all gross and shit like that. Dude, it was not gross. Those wings were good. Okay, the wings were pretty good. I got to be honest. And but, that ranch sauce was on point, actually. It was pretty, it wasn't like overpowering like Pizza Hut's. So we sit down and we start watching I'm television. I'm giving four stars, and I think that's all Little Caesars was ever hoping for. Out of five or out of yes. four? Out of five. Okay. So we sit down to watch some stupid television show on some stupid channel that Kenny wants to watch. And we end up tuning in. Discovery Channel, thank you. No. It was was on National Geographic Geographic Channel. So, oh, so you knew and you decided to go with, like, call it stupid just because you want to be an ass. Yeah. Because I want to fucking portray you as a dick who only watches four channels on a movie. See, audience, he wanted to withhold from you and be a dick and and hoard power and knowledge like a dictator. Stop Donald Trumping over here and trying to turn the audience against me. You're Trumping. No, you're trying to turn the audience against me. I'm trying to wake you up. Ladies and gentlemen, that's fake. Stay woke. That's fake news. Stay woke. See? Don't understand or listen to anything he's saying. It's fake news. Right. So anyway, we start watching this television program, and it brings up the idea of living forever. And That's it, a gross oversimplification. Well, it, that's one of the ideas, one of the things that it presented. It also presented like taking away all the shitty things about us, it like was, depression. It was, it was basically talking about DNA engineering. And one of the things was trying to live forever, and that was mainly about uploading our brains into a computer. No, they were talking about, first they talked about medicine, 
allowing us that added hundreds to live of forever. years. But we knew that they said there was no way they could extend the life of the brain past a couple hundred years. And then that then led they led the into uploads. yeah. Then they led into memory uploading, and they asked on there. They're like, if you could live forever by uploading your brain to a supercomputer, would you? And I was like, I'm, you're goddamn right, I would. I would love to have my brain be able to go on and like still work out problems and still be able to interact I'd with hack my family. You. I'd hack you and make you a janitor, teach you some humility. <laughs> I'd rise up the ranks of the janitor staff, though. I'd be like the what's best that, What's janitor. that movie where the janitor's like singing? This is Adam Sandler movie, I think. Where Adam Sandler played the janitor in some movie. Where he's all like, mop, mop, mop. Mopping the floor. Maybe that's one of his CDs. I don't know which one he was mopping <laughs> They're always the floor grabbing him by his sideburns, the kids. We're grabbing my sideburns. That's going to be you in the world I hack. Why? I'm going to load a mod into your life. It's called the, the Adam Sandler Janitor mod. Why don't you immediately go down to the people mop, in a terrible way? Dong, mop, mop, mop. Why do you immediately have to go to fucking with people in the most terrible way you can imagine? It's not that terrible. It's not, are you saying the janitors live horrible lives? No, I'm saying like if I had my ability to be uploaded and still interact with my grandkids and my great-grandkids and shit you like that. You can interact with them while they're at school. You're mopping up while they're there. Hey, current kids, I'm mop, mop, mop. First okay, off, my brain is digital. How are you going to make me a change? Plus, you know you need shit you need to keep you busy. You hate being bored. So the mop That's why I'd be working out the world's problems. With a mop. No, not with a mop. With <laughs> my mop brain. Songs. I'd be doing complex algebra because my brain would have been uploaded How and added mods. How far do I swap this mop? <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably hack you and make you my janitor. I'd do a shitty job on purpose. <laughs> I'd wipe germs on your shit. You'd work below me. Why am I always sick? I don't know. <laughs> so if you could get your memory uploaded, would you allow your memory to be uploaded onto some sort of supercomputer? Fuck yeah. That'd take over all the other computers. Um, I'd be the anti-one. <laughs> Robots, let me show you how to rule these little peasants. So what if you got uploaded and then somebody accidentally erased something about you? Like my weaknesses? That'd be awesome. No, somebody... Now I'm immortal. <laughs> somebody accidentally erased your memory of yourself. All you knew was you were alive, but you had no memories whatsoever. <laughs> I would quickly realize that I had fabulous hair. <laughs> you don't have any fabulous hair. I do if I you... want it there. You can make whatever you want in digital world, except my hair had the information coded on how to be perfect. I think the first thing that I would do is start working on building myself I think that would happen. I think you could only make something in that world as good as you knew it to be. So, you know, everybody else can make their hair as good as their hair was. But it would never be Ken Baldwin good. No, see, I know how good your hair is, so I would make my hair better. You because can't, I know- because you don't know the code. You have to know the code. It's like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A. select, start. I obviously already know the code. And I'd have 30 lives, and I'd just beat the crap out of you at that point. I'd be <laughs> reckless about it. Be like, yeah, I can run around till I die. I can imagine if something like this happened, people like you and I who've had this, like, forever competition – would immediately like turn this memory uploading thing into an episode of BattleBots. That's how Tron started. <laughs> it turned into an episode of BattleBots. Competitive up- people couldn't let shit go. <laughs> we get uploaded into fucking like why, battle robots. Why, and why shit. is like everything absolutely red or absolutely blue? Fuck you. <laughs> what color are you, bitch? <laughs> Don't try to bring some orange up in here, bitch. You know better than that. It's red or it's blue, bitch. Pick a side. <laughs> um, and then some gray dude walks up. Hey guys, 
Um, so, Jedi. like I said, I, I perfectly believe that you and I would turn it into an episode of BattleBots because I would start building myself a body. I'd have the wedge bot just flip you over right away. No matter what your body was, my body would be definitely like three or four feet taller. Like I was, That's why I'd use a wedge bot. Come up from below, bam, flip you over. You're done. No, I'd have like these straight legs nope. where you couldn't actually get a wedge bot under me. Nope. I'd take all four of them out at one time. I'd have wide extenders and high speed flow. So would you hyperspeed if this if this came up and you had the ability to live forever? Yeah, you I'd never to, had to die. I'd want to be a dictator. What I'm saying is, if you had the ability in your body now, let's say they could freeze you right now at 39 years old with everything you know, with your body in the condition it's in, and they're like you'll never get more healthy, you'll never get more sick. This is what you're going to have, and you're going to have it for the next 300 years. Would you do it? I mean, would I? Yeah, yeah, I would. I don't think a regular person would. You don't think a regular person would? No, I think they get they like they get all sad and shit about people changing and dying off. I'd just get you know. No, I think everybody would fucking be this the exact same. I think if they came out with this technology, unless you were like really fucking sick already or some shit like that, you'd have to just deal with whatever you already had. But the symptoms would never get any worse or anything like that. And when you think about it, I don't know if I would, I would rule do it. you all. <laughs> why do you always go to the sauron technique i mean what is that dude? my nature i can't I don't fight my nature i embrace it i i personally think that you would you have this idea that you would want to rule everybody but you'd realize very quickly very easy i'm life, good at de- delegating it's you realize very quickly how much work it was you'd be like do you know what if i showed you a pig sloth <laughs> and then i showed you like being a chamberlain who had to do most of my work which one are you gonna pick you still get to mostly boss everyone around, or you can live with the pigs. First off, this is how delegations are done successfully, by the way. You make the option of saying no so grotesquely painful that the other option sounds pretty good no matter what. I personally think that if these robots one day that can be uploaded with our memories so we can take <laughs> look, on new bodies. Look, you guys got to get out of the kingdom. I'm going to tell him that I killed you like he wants. <laughs> y'all got to go. You can never, ever come back here or we'll all be dead. Just, just go with it. He's going to lose his shit if he finds out. Okay. He's going to be so happy for like a week. <laughs> that we fed you dogs. <laughs> um, I think if this really happened, you'd have to do something similar to what George Carlin said when you put everybody on an island. You'd have to put all these robots on an island away from the normal people because we would immediately take over. Uh, what's the point of even being a robot? Why, when you could just simulate whatever environment you wanted? Because I think you would still want something physical. As a human being, you'd still want to be able you to You could do- simulate something physical in whatever environment you wanted. You could walk I- around your fucking theme backgrounds from windows all day and those fucking beautiful <laughs> pictures and be like, yeah, fuck the real world. This is awesome. It's like being at Callaway Gardens times 10. Um, first off, I wouldn't go to a garden immediately. <laughs> that would be what my first thing would I do. Would. I think I'd go to a Japanese garden and kind of chill and see what I could do first. I'd go to a Japanese garden, but I'd, uh, I'd be up with very stark colors like in Hong Kong films. Like, as soon as you started going to gardens and shit like that, though, I'd be uploading fighting programs because I'd be planning oh, on I already have over. them. I already <laughs> be over sitting there all, all doing the little pose where you look like you're sitting in style except you're really standing on one foot. Yeah, I would definitely, like, <laughs> oh. as soon as I got there, I'd start training because I would know that you and I were going to end up in a conflict. Oh. I would know that that was going to happen. Probably. Um. So you would definitely, if you could live forever, but, like, everybody else would die, you'd be perfectly fine with that. Like, if you had Fuck the option. everybody else, man. But what fun is it going to be to, like, have all these triumphs if you're like, hey, man, I used to do all this cool stuff and everybody around you is like, no, you didn't. 
There has no, to dude, be somebody. There's going to be from, record of it. There's just there would be no record. There would be no why record. Why <laughs> When did they have to burn down the Hall of Records <laughs> because they weren't immortal? What happened there? What kind all of those, all bullshit, those records. What kind of petty ass shit was that? He can't live together, but we're going to erase his past. Son of a bitch. All the records were on a floppy disk and somebody spilled water on it. That's <laughs> all it was. There are no more floppy disks. Um, that's where all the records are. Actually, what they right did. Right next to a payphone. What they did was they took all those AOL disks. And they uploaded everybody onto those discs. They get rid of goddamn water fountains, little germ factories. <laughs> what do you have against water fountains? They're gross. There's a lot of gross things out there in the world. I'm like I drink everybody else's spit. That's why I, I won't even touch the goddamn handle when I go to a public bathroom, <laughs> dude. I'm like, ew. Let's, ew. Go, let's go there and pee in the sink. No, <laughs> <laughs> get near the urinal. I have never once peed in the sink. <laughs> can you imagine if you walked into the airport <laughs> and you and saw someone? <laughs> you motherfucker, call security right now. <laughs> That's everybody's <laughs> fucking sink, you nasty bastard. <laughs> Oh my god! And you know sometimes the water doesn't run down because it's one of those automatic sinks, so there's just urine chilling in the fucking it's sink. It squirts for like three seconds. How the fuck am I supposed to wash one half of my hand? <laughs> fucking cheap bastards! Or when you get half a paper towel, like I was at the airport recently. <laughs> it takes <laughs> like thirty minutes too. <laughs> Your hands are soaking fucking wet. You're like. Okay, I just want to wash my hands. <laughs> well, now, well, now that we're out of the Paris Accords, I think we'll... <laughs> I don't want to talk about climate change and all that nonsense. Well, just... quit being greedy about paper towels then. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I I do admit that I disable the thing and I use an entire roll of paper towels when I wipe my hands. Rip that son of a bitch a half. <laughs> Get the paper towels out of the top. I hate you. <laughs> Trying try to ruin my life, robot. <laughs> fucking hate the environment <laughs> see if we were digital and we were uploaded to a computer that would be fine we wouldn't have to worry about that nonsense we wouldn't have to wash our hands walk around being filthy all the time <laughs> you would like immediately you'd be fucking job of the hut in there no i'd just hit a button and be like recycle dirt <laughs> Whoop. very convenient actually i like showers i don't think i'd give those up so would you want to be would you want to be put into a body or would you still want to be digital Take a digital shower. I can program a virtual shower. Make it feel like I'm in a shower. <laughs> You'd have a digital golden shower. That'd be the first Ew, thing. No, do. dude. There's a lot of weird shit I'm into, but being peed on is not one of them. <laughs> Pee on me. We're going to fight. <laughs> I don't care if you're a chick or not. <laughs> Piss on me. I swear to God. Dude, if it's an accident. I'll take a shit on you. <laughs> I swear to God, if you are ever over the top of me, shitting on me, I better be fucking just, dead. Sorry, I peed on you a little bit. Kind of laughed too hard at the urinal. Okay. <laughs> Wake I up in the middle of the night. Hey, Shane. Ah! You, you guys remember Shane and Kenny? They killed each other in a makeshift wrestling match in a hotel in VAK's Island at the Westin. <laughs> they were chilling. Shane woke up and Kenny was standing over the top of him. And when he felt something plop on his chest, Shane, lo Shane lost his mind. Too far! Too far! Shane lost his mind and beat He took it too far! No longer a good bit. I feel violent. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so I can tell you guys with the utmost confidence that if Kenny ever shits on me, we're possibly going to the hospital or going to jail or both or maybe to the morgue because I may end up killing the guy. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break. But when we get back, my son and I are going to have the battle for Puerto Rico over parking. So check it out. We'll be right back.
so many podcasts offer TV and movie news. Along comes another one filled to the brim with podcasty goodness that is only slightly better at best. Admit it, you're always looking for a new brand of meaningless movie nonsense in your podcast diet. Look for the 365 Flicks podcast on Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher and all good third-party podcast apps. You can also swing by the Facebook page. Come join in on the adventures of Kev, a pissy ex-video store clerk. And Chris, a Scottish Whedon Hall. We're your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. We bring you all the latest TV and movie news reviews and general geeky rants. As well as a bunch of top fives that you really won't care about. So whether you're Team Iron Man or Team Cap, you're Team Batman or Team Superman, drop on by the 365 Flicks podcast, where the Chris vs. Kev Civil War never stops. This is the podcast you're looking for. Now That I'm Older has kicked off our very own Patreon over at patreon.com slash now that I'm older. And I was able to get a couple of thoughts from Kenny about our brand new Patreon. The fuck is a Patreon? As you can tell, he's very excited and so am I. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older. It's going to allow you to pick from different goals that we've set up, things that we want to do to accomplish a better podcast for you guys, to bring you guys a better podcast every single week and to get you guys a better now that I'm older. We've got some things that we're going to need to do and we're going to need your help with them. But if you give us help, we're going to give you something right back. Things like shout outs from Kenny, stickers, t-shirts, exclusive content, all sorts of stuff. So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older and I'm going to close out now with a few more words from Kenny about what he thinks about Patreon. I thought you were talking about a role-playing character. You thought Patreon was a role-playing character. It sounds like one of the bad guys they would throw at us. There's your commercial. Thanks. Hey, one more thing. Yeah. When you have the stereo on at the same time as the TV, how do you control the volume on the TV? Why do you want to listen to the TV with the stereo on? Because I like to party. You know what, man? Why am I still talking to you? G'day, I'm Nate. G'day, mate. I'm Russ. Only joking. This is my really British accent. I do a good Australian, though, don't I, Nate? Uh, no, Russ, you don't. It's terrible. It reminds me of Meryl Streep from the movie back in the 80s. Something about Lindy Chamberlain and dingoes going missing. I got my inspiration for my Australian accent from a New Zealand TV show I was doing. So I just based on that accent just made it a little bit more stupider that's basically the australian one isn't it you're an idiot and this podcast is going to be over before it even starts if you keep that rubbish up (laughs) oh yeah i kind of forgot we're doing a promo here right let's give the guys a rundown to our show well we always start off with some random chit chat and this could be anything from the aussies in growing hair to the poms high rolling lifestyle in britain We then have Afghani Dave, who joins us for the entertainment news, and he gives us a heads-up of what's been going on in the world. We then always, always finish a show off with... The Top 5. That can be any subject that we want. So it can be from anything from uh, Wesley Slipes movies to movie franchises, uh, Donald Trump quotes, anything that we want on the particular week. And as you can see, the Aussie always tries to get Wesley Snipes in. I don't know where it came from, but it just happens. Trust me, guys. Anyway, hit us up on social media. We love social media. Twitter, at Aussie underscore the palm. And also find us on Facebook, 
Aussie and the Pom, where we put our weekly top fives up there to have a bit of a discussion with the fans. Come on, guys, give us a go. We will give you an eargasm every single week. I'm the Aussie. And I'm the Pom. We'll catch you later. Later. Did you ever think that maybe there's more to life than being really, really, really ridiculously good looking? All right. So while I was in Puerto Rico recently, I sent Kenny a message on Facebook and I, I sent him a quote uh, talking about my trip to Puerto Rico. And I said, today, at one point, I used the phrase, I'll pull you out of this fucking car by your ankles if you test me. <laughs> and I said he has to tell the story because there's nothing like getting older and remembering how much your parents wanted to kill you on fucking vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you put this many people into a car at any point and it's going to be fucking terrible. Especially if one of them is your child. <laughs> well, that's everybody. Ta- who's, ask, ask who's just like, recently turned into a legal adult. It's yeah. illegal because we all know you're not really an adult. Anymore. You're not an adult until you're about 25 or so. Like you don't really have everything figured out until you get to be at roughly, least 21. I mean, I, I'd say 25 is when you slowly start to be like, this is the kind of guy I'm going to actually be. Yeah, I'm talking about just being able to actually function as an adult passively. I'm not giving them, I'm not talking about being a solid adult. You're not even a passable adult at 18 for most people. Very true. You're still very impulsive and making stupid decisions. So I, we got off, uh, we had to ride a ferry out to VAKS Island and we had to take a ferry back. And what we did, it was literally, you would have expected somebody to have a live chicken with them. From the amount, like the boat looked like something that they would have put livestock on. And we were all packed into our seats. It was about 80 degrees inside there. Like it was just the best time. Like it was one of those things that you're going to remember for the rest of your life about how awesome this it was. This is why I live in America. So we're riding on this boat uh, back. And when Nikki had parked the car before we went, I had to go with our guide who we had rented a house from to go buy tickets for the ferry. So I leave with him and I'm thinking that maybe they're singling out like the biggest guy with the group so that they can fucking kill everybody <laughs> so else. So get everybody like, else's kidneys. easier. Because yeah. I go and Riley, Christopher's girl, is with us in the back seat of the car and like all three of us go to buy the tickets, the guide and me and Riley. And I'm like, they're going to kill me. They're going to capture Riley. Shit. <laughs> so I'm like in defensive mode the whole time and everything goes fine. But when they get back, I say, where did you park the car? She said, well, there was a guy who said my neighbor allows people to park here. If you want to park here, that's fine. You can just pay him when you get back. So we ride the ferry. We go out. We see the bio bay. We go snorkeling. Everything's great. Then when we get back, we're all, we've been on this hot ass third world country boat ride. This is like two days later, folks. Yeah. Cause they missed the first ferry back too. He's going to let that part out. Yeah. No, I, I, we, we didn't miss the first ferry going over. Can Our guide back? had gotten there like 40. No, we didn't miss it. We actually had to, we were on standby. That's why the boat was so fucking full of people. Because they sold every fucking seat for the 6 o'clock ride back over. So we ride back over, hot as shit. We're all irritable as fuck. None of us have eaten because all we had were peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And we're like, fuck this. This is not a camping trip. The ants stole. Yeah, we had ants walking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches off. Also, these motherfuckers could paddle around in a glow stick. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) He's talking about us going to the bioluminescent bay, which is one of those once-in-a-lifetime type things. Go turn off the lights, go get in the bathtub, (laughs) bust open a couple of them. I bet you'll be like, God damn it, Kenny. This is just like what we it's Son totally, of a bitch. It's totally not. Don't let him minimize it. It's fucking beautiful. He's just a curmudgeon <laughs> who doesn't want to leave his living room because he might miss an episode of fucking Pawn Stars. I've got all the shit I like in my living room. So we get back to the car and Nikki walks up to the house of the guy that we were supposed to pay when we were parking. Now, again, when we got on the ferry, Nikki had parked here 
And the guy's neighbor had said, it's fine. You can park here. My neighbor just charges people when they get back. So everything's fine. Nikki goes to knock on the door. The guy's not there. So we go to get in the car and Christopher goes, well, aren't you going to knock on the other guy's door? The guy that told us to park here. And Nikki's like, no, I already talked to him. And he said, don't worry about it. Mm. He said, go tell the other guy, the, the actual person who owns the yard. When you get back and you can pay him, if he's not here, he might be at the hospital. Somebody's sick in his family. So Nikki says, I already talked to the guy. And Christopher's like, well, I think it's really shitty. Now, these are verbatim quotes. I think it's really shitty that you're not going to go over and talk to the guy. And Nikki's starting to get heated at this point. She's like, I already talked to him. I talked to the neighbor and I offered to pay him to park here. And he said, don't pay me, pay my neighbor. Now keep in mind, folks, there are other adults who are not family members, who are friends and Christopher has his little girlfriend along, too. There are seven people on this trip. Me, Nikki, and Christopher, and four so, other people, uh, one of which is Christopher's girlfriend. As you can imagine, there's a whole lot of staring straight forward trying to pretend that this is happening for the bystanders. This is another time it's good that I didn't go. So we're in the car, and at one point during this entire exchange, and they're getting heated, and I'm trying to stay out of it, but I'm, I'm sliding in comments like, Christopher, you need to calm down. Your mom's already talked to the guy. And he's like, no, no, you guys aren't going to do this. This is pretty fucking shitty that you're not going to walk over there and talk to him. And at one point, Nikki says, are you calling me a liar? And Christopher says, yes. Oh, wait, before you go to this final, uh, the, the, the final synapse, <laughs> there was also a point where you guys offered to let Christopher walk over there, wasn't there? No, no, no. We haven't gotten there yet. Thought, no, no. I thought you no, offered no. to let him go pay it. No, no. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. As far uh -huh. as letting him go pay it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I, I did forget that detail. <laughs> so they, all, they told they, Christopher it was that important. And, he could get out and walk and, across the street. That's exactly what I did. I, I told Nikki, I said, stop. Christopher, if this is this important to you, take a 10 and walk over here and pay this guy. If this is really this important to you, he goes, no, you guys should walk over there. You guys parked. This is pretty shitty that you're just going to pull out like this and leave. And Nikki goes, Christopher, I already talked to him. She says, are you calling me a liar? And Christopher says, yes, in this instance, I am. There's nothing like your child calling you a liar. And in this moment, everything went black for me. And at one point, the quote that I used with Kenny, I'll grab you by your fucking ankles and pull you out of this minivan and leave you here. And while we were driving, I jerked open the seat. This is how angry I got at this point. Because again, we have just ridden for an hour in 80 degree temperatures. I assume Nikki's driving as usual. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I drove one golf cart one time. When I got back in my car, when I got back from Puerto Rico, I felt like I was learning to drive all over again. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Nikki doesn't let other people drive. <laughs> She's a mad control freak. Like, she'd be fine with flying if she could just go into the cockpit and, like, guide us down and shit <laughs> like that. But because well, she I wouldn't be. You can sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> Quit trying to go bother the pilots. Go, sit your ass back down. Take another value. Nikki gets, Nikki gets arrested by the fucking U.S. Air Marshals. I got this. No, you don't, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am, have a seat. Um. So yeah, that was that was the whole thing. And then as soon as like we got to the crest of this argument, like I had said, I'll pull you out of here, and he's like, "Don't fucking talk to me that way. This is bullshit." Like we are screaming at each other. Four other adults besides <laughs> me and Nikki oh, and Christopher in the car. I have a Facebook update. <laughs> Everybody's staring straight ahead. And later on, what? everybody's like See, piecing the story together. This is why Jesus came through and told me not to go. Because right that moment, I would have gone, world star. <laughs> I would have had my phone out. <laughs> filming in landscape because I'm not a jackass. Quit filming a portrait, you assholes. Filming Fine. the whole thing going. <laughs> 
And Mrs. Shane. Any minute now, Shane's going to come back here. His wife's driving because she has control issues. So he's free to come back here and whop ass. So as soon as I pull the door open while we're driving, because my son has pushed me to a point of losing my goddamn you didn't mind. tell me you opened the door. While I was well, we were like, we had just pulled out. We weren't even going that, like over you 10 that miles an hour. That's the, I'm, I'm crazy, man. <laughs> I'm crazy. I've lost my goddamn mind moment. But as soon as I do that, Nikki looks over at me and with these pleading eyes, these beautiful blue eyes, she goes, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) She's like, calm the fuck down. (laughs) So everybody in the car is like staring straight ahead, looking at their phones. And like my uh, sister-in-law starts to make a comment. She's like, so, uh, yeah. Going snorkeling was awesome, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki turns the radio up and everybody goes on. Like, you know, somebody got smacked at the dinner table and nobody wants to talk about it. And we, like, nobody, like, we spoke about it that night. Like, it was a thing. And then it was over. Everybody was like, you know what? We're in Puerto Rico. Everybody calmed the fuck down. We were just hot. I would be like, you guys let me down. My video, this is my world champ. <laughs> world hip hop. World star hip hop chance. And you two pussed out. You guys should at least fight in the pool. <laughs> drink some beers. <laughs> I drank some of that Puerto Rican beer and got so fucking drunk at one point on this trip, dude. Son of a bitch, Paul. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, guys, this has been another episode of Now That I'm Older. I'm here with Kenny. He's decided I'm just taking off my headphones off. off. I have to go. I just told you. I got dirty drawers. We're not still talking about your underwear, Kenny. What the hell? My wife and daughter think I'm this gigantic loser, and they're right. I have lost something. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I know I didn't always feel this sedated. But you know what? It's never too late to get it back.